Yesterday, I was thinking about what I wanted to build with React, and I couldn't come up with any ideas off the top of my head. But I knew there had to be some free APIs out there, other than the ones I already knew, that would be available to developers to use in their projects. After a bit of research and a miss or two, I came across a website called apilist.fun. It is a list of APIs for developers to use in their projects. Some are free without API keys, some are free with API keys, and some are premium with API keys. As I started browsing through the list, I immediately came up with ideas, but the API key business got me bugged. You can't use API keys in the front end. Even if you use a package like .env, the API key will render in the client or browser. In order to create live projects with React using an API with API keys, you have to have some kind of backend so that you can hide your keys there. I remember working on client-side applications some years ago and unwittingly adding free but restricted API keys in the script. One time, my key was revoked because someone else found the key and used it for themselves. The number of requests to the API exceeded the limit and the key was disabled. That's when I learned that one should not expose one's API keys and then I learned about packages like .env or creating my own env files. But these were all scenarios including a backend server. This is what I found on Stack Overflow. Doesn't the API key still end up in the bundle? Answer. Even when you have your key my underscore key, for example, as an environment variable in the script tag, it will get rendered on the page and will be visible. Generally, these are browser keys and are intended to be used on the client side. These can be restricted by providing HTTP referrer header in your request. More on the efficacy of securing these keys here. However, API keys like my underscore other underscore key are not supposed to be used on the client side and should not be rendered in the script tag or stored in the client side JS. And then another question was, is there a canonic way of using API keys in a React app or is it up to the individual developer? And then the answer was, the canonical way to use a third-party API key is for your client-side app to send a request to your backend API. Your backend API then formats the request as per the third-party API, adds the key, and makes the call to the third-party API. Once it receives the response, it can either unpack it and translate it into domain objects which your front-end app would understand or send the raw response back to the front-end app. In this way, the API key stays at the back-end and is never sent to the client side. Even if you are just a front-end developer, for cases like this, you need to have some kind of back-end as well. 
In my opinion, unless you are working on a team with defined roles in which both front end and back end are clearly defined but available to each other, it is important to know at least the fundamentals of creating a back end that would serve your API key needs. The same goes for back end developers. Unless you are working on a team with defined roles in which both front end and back end are clearly defined but available to each other, it is important to know at least the fundamentals of front end development so you can render what is being created and stored in the back end to the front end. Today I came across a GitHub repository with a list of free APIs developers can use. Some of them require API keys, some of them use OAuth, but there is a fair number that require neither. I don't know how up-to-date the list is, but it is worth checking out. Another one I came across on GitHub is a gist from Aidan Feldman, one of the organizers of Hacker Hours. To view his list, which was updated very recently, please visit his gist on GitHub. It's a list of data APIs that require no server-side auth or private credentials and are thus good for small browser-only JavaScript projects. I will be embedding this episode of Plugging in the Holes along with the transcript in the form of a post on interglobalmedianetwork.com for your hearing and reading pleasure. I will be including the related resource links mentioned in the podcast, of course. Always do. Bye for now.